Rockstar Energy Punch, bringing a bold and unapologetic flavor packed with energy through a blend of B vitamins, guarana extract, and 240 milligrams of caffeine to fuel what's next. Rockstar Energy Drink. Testing, testing. Uh, check one, two. Yes, actually, we're here on Across the County for uh, the second time, which you don't know about, with Audra Morgan, my guest right here. She has a show on Sister Station, The Answer San Diego, and you can catch that at AM 1170, 96.1 FM North County, The Answer San Diego.com. Eye of the Storm, which you're here to find out all about that amazing show. And it's Truth Talk Radio, which is what I am all about. It's truth, freedom, liberty, and God, all things we value, I value here on Across the County. And Audra, welcome to the uh, second take of our lovely interview. <laughs> Thanks, Noah. That's, <laughs> hey, you know what? This one's just going to be better. We're going to put, you know, the right information out. Exactly. Just, as opposed to the wrong information. Maybe they were censoring us. No, they probably, you know, I'm. they always do. <laughs> Let's be honest here. But it's a pleasure to have you on the show. We've uh, had lucky enough, been blessed enough to have Eye on the Storm, or Eye of the Storm, excuse me, on The Answer San Diego now for the last several months. If people are listening on K-Praise, perhaps they haven't heard the show, they can check it out over at The Answer San Diego. Tell us a little bit about what Eye of the Storm stands for and the type of things you guys talk about. So Eye of the Storm, because we are in the Eye of the Storm, but Storm means standing together, organizing a revolutionary movement, because it's exactly what we're doing and what we need to do to take all of this craziness back. You know, we need to get things back over center. And so um, it's just been really exciting because I get it, like you said, share the truth. And it's, you know... um, Unfettered and it's just raw and it's, you know, some things that maybe people don't necessarily want to hear, but they need to hear. And I want to give them the tools to be able to navigate what's going on. If you don't know what's going on, you're not really going to understand that there's a need to, you know, get things back right. You know, the way they need to be. And we'll bring up a particular issue a little bit later on where there's a lot of not truths yes. being told. But I mean, I mean, pick an issue, really. There's so much that's just being shoved down our throat. Mm-hmm. There's so much bias that's being spun. And we're expected to just take it and have it spoon fed to us. Right. But this is not what you and I stand for. We need to make sure people get the right information so they yes. can defend their families. Exactly. I mean, because they love to put out misinformation, disinformation and say that we're spreading that. When in reality, it's like, no, I mean, the people need to know what's going on. It's 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 paramount to being able to fix stuff, because if you don't see it, you're going to think everything is honky dory. And it's like, no, there's the laws being passed, you know, the like elections. There's, you know, the the childhood vaccines that just got, you know, put on the COVID one that got put on the docket for kids um, mandated vaccine. So, I mean, there's so many things going on and it's really important to pay attention. But, you know, they love that we're distracted with our cell phones or, you know, memes and stuff like that. I mean, they've done a very good job at keeping people in the dark uh, in that way. And at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself on every issue that's out there. Why? Yes. It's never just surface level what it appears to be. Exactly. Well, tell us a little bit of your background, Audra. What led you to start Eye of the Storm and actually become the the activist that you've become with getting a lot of these issues to the forefront? Yeah, it's crazy because I'm like, is this a dream? I shouldn't be doing this. Like my friends will be like, I never saw you in this light. I'm like, I know I didn't care about politics and now I'm like diving in and I just can't get enough of it. Um, but yeah, I was paralyzed for eight years from a spinal tap. So I spent a lot of time not being able to even pay attention. So, I mean, I've been there, you know, I've been sleeping and, and just really, you know, 
could care less about po- I was just, politics. I just wanted to vomit. I mean, for real. I'm like, oh, what is the board of supervisors? What do they do? A lot of what they do wants us to vomit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And so now I'm vomiting because I'm going there and just so disturbed by what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been interesting. So um, God actually told me get up and walk. And I'm so glad that I listened to him because I wouldn't be here right now. Um, and it kind of like I feel like I'm on a um, uh, uh, you know borrowed time so I want to really just do his work and he's continued to lead me into like this um, radio show and you know just being able to be an activist I mean because I never would have dreamed that but I just ever since you know I got a second chance I'm like oh god whatever you want me to do I am gonna do it so you just lead me there and so I just I mean even before my shows or before I speak I'm like okay Holy Spirit just speak through me and half the time I'm like, what did I just say? Oh my gosh. And then I go back and listen. I'm like, okay, it wasn't bad. But I think it's like the Holy Spirit working through me. So I'm like, um, I'm in the passenger seat at that point, you know? Hey, if Jesus is taking the wheel, you're doing a good job. That's right. And that's when I'm always like, Jesus, take the wheel because otherwise... I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. And so he's led me into this and and now I just, I can't get enough of it. I'm like, I can't do anything else. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to... To welcome, <laughs> welcome to the radio addiction of becoming what we call a talk radio disc jockey. Right? Yes. Yeah, so it's been so exciting. I mean, I love, you know, just even being able to talk to you guys. It's been such a fun experience. But just being able to share the truth that isn't censored is what's so amazing. I mean, I never thought that that would be possible. So tell us what types of issues you talk about on the show. Obviously, it's about truth, mm-hmm. freedom, mm-hmm. liberty, and God. Yes. And we're going to be talking about the big V word here in yes. just a little bit. But what other issues do you talk about? What, what are you passionate about when it comes to things on the forefront? Well, I'm just passionate about um, looking into everything. So that's why I like it's kind of an encompassment of... I don't even know if that's the word um, of it all things. I know we just made it. So, um, but you know, things that are going on on a county level and your local government um, bills that are being passed to make, you know, coming into law that people don't may not understand um, talking to different doctors and different things about COVID and what's really going on with that. And, and the shots that they're giving people um, just really anything that kind of comes into privy because there's, too much to actually discuss. We've talked about that. It's like, there's so many things you have to pick and choose. So, I mean, there's still stuff that I haven't even brought up that I'm like, oh gosh, I got to find a point for that. But I know... You'll never run out of material. No. And that's the best part. I mean, you know, because it's just endless and and it's nuts. But I feel like God guides me into what I need to share with whom I need to share it. And so in due time, all the stuff that I have will, you know, come out anyway. But it's just, it's... It's been pretty neat to, you know, just kind of go all across the board. And so um, I have a friend uh, who goes to the board meetings and we do a little bit of segment on um, what happens at the board because a lot of people don't, most people don't read them, uh, their agenda and have no idea what's going on. Or what they're voting on. Yeah. And so it's important that we, you know, just kind of bring light to that. We don't go thinking, you know, I don't go to a board of supervisors meeting thinking that they're going to listen to us, but it's the point of like exposing the things that they're doing to the people so that they can see a different view so that's why I want to bring in so many things I'm like you know people perish for lack of knowledge so as long as you have a lot of information you can better navigate things but it's when you're you know only have a select little bit that you don't really understand what's going on and you, you can't you don't know what to do and so I want to give them also the tools to go like this is what you can do you can do this you can you know go to a meeting you can make phone calls to your legislature tell them you don't 
consent to what they're doing, whatever it is. And, and it's the power of the pen too. So it's like, you know, you have to be active in, um, even like we're writing history right now. Oh, we are. You know, I mean, we are seeing times I didn't think we would see Audra in my lifetime, <laughs> but it's obviously not just what's going on in this country is a political battle. It is a spiritual. One. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. And that's why showing people that, too, because I think if you don't think that Satan exists, then you're going to be like, no, that's not evil. I'm like, no, once you get that, you're like, oh, my gosh, no wonder why it's so evil. What is going on right now in America overall? You don't even have to pick an issue. It is good versus evil. Yes. Total spiritual. And, you know, you you have to. And in that you can understand like, well, God's got us. Right. It's it, I mean, he uses evil for good. And I think that's my favorite part is that I'm like, Satan, even though you think that he's letting you do this because you're so great. You don't win. No, you don't. And that's why it's funny. They like want to force the return of Christ to hear with a lot of this stuff. And I'm like, why would you do that if you know you're going to the abyss? That's weird. You lose earlier than yeah. you'd like? Yeah. I was like, well, that's fine. We'll send you there. I mean, we're good to go with If that. you want to go there, I mean, we'll go there. <laughs> I mean, you're sending yourself there anyway because of what you're doing. But yeah, no, it's good. And, but also like, you know, coming from a place of love with people because I think that's important. Even though I hate what people are doing, I still come from a place of going like, I still love you as as a, you know, uh, brother or sister in Christ. And so I have to come from a place of love because otherwise, you know, I mean, that's what Christ would call you to do. Yes, absolutely. And so. You know, I mean, as long as we're doing that, we're doing the right thing. And he'll he'll you know, I believe that he will cleanse the land as long as we do the work to help him get there. Otherwise, it's like, what would be the point? You might as well have Jesus return because nobody's willing to do anything. So God wants us to take action at the end of the day. So don't just think that, you know, God's got the wheel. And so you can just kick back and relax and watch reruns of whatever your favorite TV show is. You got to get involved politically. And a great way to do that is actually to listen to Audra on the air every Saturday. She's host of Eye of the Storm, 5 to 6 p.m. Saturdays on The Answer San Diego, AnswerSanDiego.com. What's been some of the feedback? I'm curious, and take one of the show. I didn't actually get to ask you this, (laughs) but what's been some of the feedback from your listeners in the months you've been on the air? What are they saying about what they're learning? Um, well, they're they're excited, and it's been kind of interesting because you know you just never know. Um, but I have people who are like, "Oh, I, I listen to you every Saturday at five. I was like, "No way, that's cool." I was like, or they'll you know text me and say like, "That was a really good show." I like, you know, I like feedback um, because also I, like one point one of my best friends, she's like, "You need to let your guests talk more." I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry." <laughs> I just I get really excited. I don't know, but it's you know it's like good to get criticism, but also just you know, uh, or they'll give me ideas like you should talk about this. Like this is what it's something that you should bring up or whatever. So it's fun to engage with the people. Um, and it's just still weird. Cause I'm like, I can't believe I have a show, but um, it's fun to know that there is an audience and it's being getting out to the people and they really enjoy what they're hearing, even though it's kind of hard sometimes. Cause I'm like, not everybody wants to hear this stuff. It is, it, it's not an easy pill to swallow, but I need to give you the tools to know how to understand what is happening Otherwise, you don't get it. I think once you start hearing the truth, you even if you just squeak your eyes open just a little bit, you can't unsee what you've seen. No. And you need to learn more so that you can actually not just protect your life, but those that you love as yes. well. It affects us all. Yes. And everything they're doing from, you know, it's it's bleeding into where the children, I mean, this is where I'm like, what is the hill you're going to die on? Is it when they come after the kids like they did with these vaccines, right? I mean... It's like the CDC. It doesn't matter. It's, you know, we have to do something so that we can change 
our our reality, you know. And it's like don't we, expect don't don't expect change no. if you're not willing to, willing to stand up for it and be the change. Be we the have change. to be the change we want to see. And it's like if you're not willing to do that, then don't complain about what's going on because some people just want to complain, but some people also don't see it. And I'm like, but there's things you can do. You don't have to do everything that we're doing. I mean, you don't have to have a radio show. That's not like my way of like. It's doing not everybody's that. calling. That's just a bonus on top of it. But it's like there's so many things. Even if you're just sharing information with people, it's like that's really important. That's a big one. You know, your families and different things. It's like it provoke questions. Ask why, like you're saying. I just say always ask questions because you should question everything. Just in case, because it's like, well, why are you even doing if that? things do add up at the end of the day, at least, you know, diligently that you made the effort, things lined up, everything's OK. Yes. And that, you you know, it's like we wouldn't have America if people didn't fight to have, you know, all the rights that we are having usurped right now. But it's like they fought for us to have these, you know, like the Constitution and all these things that are t- here to protect us, we have to preserve that for our posterity because what do they have to look forward to in the future if we don't do that? Nothing. Because they're just going to be like, you're a slave. It's good. It was funny. We were having a family game night with uh, myself and my wife, uh, uh, her kids, one of my sons and one of my friends. And a political question came up on this uh, game that we were playing. And after my son answered it correctly, he's like, see, Dad, I do pay attention. Right. And see, that's good, because if you weren't giving him information, you know, and it's not easy to do. I mean, I've tried to give it to my family. They're like, stop giving us that. And I was like, whatever. I'm just I know. one time I sent a text. Just pretend I was like, oh, my gosh, whoops. I, that meant to go to somebody else. Didn't mean <laughs> to send that to you. Wink, wink. I know. And I was like, I have to send this in a way that they're not going to. But I, you just want people to know the truth. You know, I want I'm I'm trying to you care about people yes. at the end of the day. Like, I love people. And so I'm like, I want you to know if there's a, you know, shot out there that's deadly. I would like you to know that, you know, you can still make your own choice, but do I the want, research, make your own choice yes. about it. But here, this was what I'm thinking. Yeah. And it's like, but I think a lot of it is that the people don't want to do their own research. And so they're just, they'll never know that information. That's why I'm like, for some reason, I felt compelled to give it to you. <laughs> like, so when you have people contact you, the show, maybe give you subject matter that you should talk about or that you're not talking about that really needs to be out there or they just want to maybe just give a critique of the show or they just want to say hi, what's the best place that they can do that? Yes. So I have an email. It's Audra, A-U-D-R-A dot I of the storm dot proton dot Emmy. So you can email me with, you know, suggestions, whatever questions, um, you know, uh, sponsorship, whatever. It's like that. It just feel free to contact me on there keyword there is sponsorship if you're interested i know right (laughs) she's never going to turn that down i know uh well now it's time to get into what you and i are really passionate about and i've been very excited to talk about this again for the second time but let's talk about voting because coming up in just a couple of weeks plus we have the midterm elections and if you ask me i think these are actually bigger than the 2024 elections because we need to make sure we get to the 2024 elections, and we're only going to do that if we get this one right. Yes, exactly. And Well, why does voting matter? Let's start there. I know it's for me and you, it's a simple question, but I want to hear your explanation to, to the audience. Well, because that's our voice. You know, our voice should be heard, and we, sh- we are supposed to be able to determine who is in the place of these officials because they work for us, but they're supposed to represent us. And it's like the ones that they have right now are not representing us and they're taking our vote, which is taking our voice. And so it's important to be active in, you know, what's going on around you, because this is very I mean, with all that's going on, 
this is where it's led to when we don't pay attention, when we're just allowing them to put into place whoever it is. And so our vote is one of the most important things because that's how we take all this back. I wish candidates would run on, and I've heard a couple of them, and hopefully when you get to the presidential elections in a couple of years, this is main stage. We need to go back to old school voting yes. because these machines were supposed to make things easier, quicker, and, well, I hate saying it, more convenient. Yeah. I'm not about convenience. No. And it's done the opposite. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous how slow going i mean how much they just welcome to election week i know instead of that's why we need to go back to one day yep and if you can't vote you didn't plan properly exactly why are you not like take this as an honor and be like i have the privilege to do this i'm gonna really you know be proactive in that but also like even in deciding who you're gonna vote for it's like don't pass that on to say hey noah who should i vote for who are you gonna vote for i just oh, don't want to look good. into it yeah this is good i'm gonna do it and then all of a sudden you got biden i mean <laughs> <laughs> i was like but you know it's um it's, it's just really important to go back to the basics it's like they've confused it's made it so like it goes through so many hands we all as a group of community need to go back and start counting the votes like before like vote one day you yep. got it and then we're gonna go the next day and we're all gonna come together and we're gonna count the votes and it's like how funny it'll be done way quicker than these machines because the machines are corrupt okay they are meant to cheat too that's why they brought in the hanging chad they're like okay now we're gonna go to this commuter system and you know it's not hooked up to the internet but you know what i can have it talk to this poll center that computer can talk to the uh, rov but there is no internet connection it's just it's just happening just believe us yeah that makes me feel secure right Oh, my gosh. And they don't even want to bring that up. I mean, but you can't even ask them. They want to call us election deniers like you guys are so bad. I'm like, really? How about you just be transparent? If there is not a problem, why are you trying to hide things and like sweep it under the rug all the time? Last time I checked also, Audra, correct me if I'm wrong. Hillary Clinton, for the first three years of Donald Trump's right. presidency, uh, <laughs> said that he was an illegitimate president. I know. That sounds like a, a net election denial right? to me. And now they're like, oh, no, we got to just, you know, gaslight all these other people instead. It's just so ridiculous. And um, but that's why we have to take responsibility in this. We've allowed it to happen. Right. As and not just vote. You don't have, you can do so much more than vote. If you want to work at the polling yes. station, if you want to be one of the observers, mm-hmm. make sure things are going down legitimately. Yes. That's actually taking a part of the process. Absolutely. And they don't like it. And that's the pro- that's what's so funny. I'm like, why are you have a problem if the people are here watching? Because I did that at the news recall oh you did and they just don't like you being there and they'll like keep you there for 15 but it's important that we do it so we go we're watching you okay you're not going to be doing nothing and, and that's why you need to vote at the registrar because if you go to all these polling centers they have to travel with those ballots when it's at the rov it's like it stays at the registrar of voters and it just goes down the hall so it's not like they have to travel with it and they can manipulate it and whatnot but we have to be proactive and you know, being responsible for our own voice and our own vote by doing that. We can't just go, well, whatever they do with it. It's like, no, you need to be doing the right thing. So even take a blue ball point pen with you. But you always need to make sure, too, that you have not been like they tell you your vote hasn't already been cast because there's a lot of people that go in and they're like, oh, you already voted. And they're like, I did. That's weird. And they don't do anything about it. Well, like you, tell us, you mentioned, again, during the Take One interview, uh, how someone can actually take there, they mail off the mail-in ballot. Don't mail that in. No. No, but you can take that to the polls, yes. and you can fill that out at the polls. Yes. Yes, that's what you want to do. So you do not want to 
open it because this can be used as evidence. Now, if you go when you go down to the registrar and they say you want to check in, have your unopened ballot with you, don't necessarily have it out, but just have it like I'm here to vote. And if they tell you that your vote hasn't already been cast and that you're good to go, go, okay. well, I'm going to take out my ballot from the um, envelope, use a blue ballpoint pen and go ahead and fill in your selections. And I recommend checking it over a few times because people will mess up and you don't want them to throw out your ballot because like, say you voted for Trump and Biden at the same time, right? And so go ahead and then you put that in the ballot box without your envelope and don't give them your envelope. Take that with you. But now if they told you that you already voted and you're like, no, I didn't. Here's my mail-in ballot and I haven't even opened it. Then you want to keep that as evidence. And I know it's like your vote's already been cast. It's unfortunate, but they are only going to count the first vote. So they're not going to count if you even voted again. It'd be better to expose the fraud. And so what you do is you'd say, I want to speak to a supervisor. And you say, I want you to file a uh, complaint against uh, for identity fraud and uh, theft and fraud and say, you know, I'd like you to tell me and this needs to be in the report. And I would like a record of this. What precinct was that from? And was it vote by mail or was it in person? And if it was vote by mail, say, I want that envelope that has this signature verification like on it. And so then you can put all this in the report. Now, if they refuse, then you go, okay, well, then fine. I'm going to call the sheriff and you call the sheriff and do the same and file a complaint for identity theft and fraud. And you have your mail and ballot as evidence. And what you want to do as well, because, you know, anytime there's a report filed, it's going to be in the language of like, say the officer and oh, sure. it may not be your exact, you know, wording, right? And so what you'll do is um, fill out an affidavit and, and you can also email me and I can give you that information as well if you have any questions. Give out your email one more time. Yeah, and so that's Audra, A-U-D-R-A dot I of the storm dot proton dot Emmy. And what I want to point out real quickly as you're finishing this up here is that this is almost as important. Yeah, you want your vote counted. I get it. I want mine counted too. But if we're going to make sure that we get legitimate elections to stick here in this country, that is, I think, at the end of the day, just as important. Oh, it is. Absolutely. It's like you're actually making a bigger move by exposing the fraud because it's going on all over the place. And it's like, you know, we do want our vote to count. And that's why we're doing this in order to ensure that it does, because we got to get rid of the machine. So these at this affidavit would just have a statement of facts of like what happened. No feelings like oh, they made me feel whatever it'd be. You know, I came in, I, I tried to check in. They told me I already voted. I have my mail in ballot, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then you keep your you get that and we're going to put it in an injunction with the machines, especially if like the sheriffs aren't going to do different things. Sometimes, you know, they may take the report, but you want to get a copy of that report as well. And we can put all of this together for the injunction so that they cannot continue using these. So 2024, it's like no machines, handwritten ballots, right? And hand counted. Um, so if on any shenanigans day. go on in this 2022 election, it actually, and I hope that there's, and that it's, at least minimized, but it might actually do us some good because come 2024, maybe things are going to be a little bit different. I know they are. I'm going to just put it out there. We're going to go back to the basics in 2024. We need to. No machines. We need to. Well, and they've already gotten rid of them in several states, and they're this saying that mail-in ballots are unconstitutional. So we're on our way there. We just have to keep doing the work. As you and I said during Take One Again, God, I've said that like three <laughs> times now. 
the only people that should be able to mail in or absentee are the people of the United States military because they do so much good in serving and protecting this country. And yeah, they should be cut a little bit of slack. Everybody else, you need to go to, to the polls on election day. Yes, because you can. The other ones, they can't. You know what I mean? So they still need to have a means to be able to do that. But you can also, so if you got a mail-in ballot uh, that it comes to your home and it doesn't belong to you, you can also expose the fraud there by filing an affidavit and um, putting that ballot with it and we can add that to it. So please reach out to me if you have any of those things come in to be, um, but it's time to expose it and get things back over center so our voice does matter and they stop you know, trying to shut us up and keep us from having a say and a vote. It's America. It's our right to, to make sure it's done the right way. That's right. It's our voice. Exactly, and they're not going to take it anymore. It's time for us to take it back. You got it, Audra. Well, thanks for coming on across the county, telling the listeners a little bit about Eye of the Storm, what you're passionate about, a little bit about your background, and I hope not only can maybe I join you on your show, but we'll have you back on here and talk about more important issues that are swirling around as they come about. Absolutely. You took it from my my, uh, mouth. (laughs) Which one? I don't know. All of it. All All of the above. Apparently. But I was going to say, yeah, I look forward to you coming on my show here in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I'll come back anytime. And I just thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been fun. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Noah here and across the county. Check her out. It's Eye of the Storm. The answer is San Diego.com. It's every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.